Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is KT Mashler, and this week I am so grateful to have gotten to sit down with one of my favorite high school teachers, Cindy Couchman. Not only was she one of my high school teachers and a tutor, but she is now actually the superintendent of Bueller School District. She has won numerous awards, and I would seriously spend so much time trying to list them off. Her accomplishments are numerous. I am so excited to share this episode with you guys. She has been one of my biggest inspirations since high school, and I can't wait for her to inspire you as much as she's inspired me. All right. So Cindy Couchman, I have been in education since I graduated from college. So I started off as a teacher, a math high school math teacher, and I have taught, I taught for 25 years in the classroom. And in the last six years, I've been at the central office. In the last two, I've had the ability to serve as the superintendent at Bueller Schools. And Katie was one of my students. So it's so exciting to, to be here. I think that my mission, like when you think of your, your life, I guess, vision or your mission for your life, what gives you purpose, mine has always been service to others. And that, to make, that's about the shortest way to say it is service to others. And it's about making other people's lives better. Is there something that kind of like sort of inspired that path? I think, you know, at a young age, my parents, when I was growing up, they always served others um, in weird little ways. So like, I think I've had different inspirations at different phases in my life. And when I was younger, I would, you know, watch my parents stop and help people along the road or give rides to a family to church on Saturdays and or on Sundays, invite people that didn't have some place to go for Christmas over to our home. And so like that little, those little things kind of set me like on that path um, when I was younger. And then as I got older, I found myself really attracted to people who always felt that way about others. And I think that different inspirations at different times, I've had educational inspirations in, in my profession. Um, I've had then also like personal friendship that has inspired me. I think that I'm always looking for people that are smarter than me and um, they always kind of push me to be better and, and to work harder. And it's all, I've noticed the theme between all the people that I spend a lot of time with, they're always making other people's lives better. And that's my general theme. I've noticed like what, who my close friends are, the people I spend a lot of time listening to, um, the people that I, that the, the books that I read. And that's generally what it's about. Awesome. So not only were you one of my high school teachers, you took me for a little bit. What gives you kind of like that motivation for not only for yourself, but to inspire your students that may struggling with like a subject or just in general having a bad day because you were generally one of my favorite teachers to go to high school and just like see on a day-to-day basis and even after you were weren't my actual teacher like just in the hallway you were so fun just be around and just your presence how did you keep that motivation going day-to-day yeah you know I've always had a lot of high energy you know, which I, I don't know where that actually comes from. Maybe I'm a little ADHD. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I think as a, you know, when you talk about what, in, what motivates me, I think everybody needs to find their motivation and recognize what it is because I think that's important for me. You know, when you, I don't know if you've ever heard of the love languages, the five different love languages and all that, you know, words of affirmation have always been one of my love languages, meaning 
I just need people to say, hey, you're doing a good job. I appreciate you. Keep keep up the good work. And it really motivates me to to work harder. And so just having you say those words to me, Katie, that, hey, you know, I really enjoy, like it gives me great motivation to continue on in my mission. And so it's just those little tiny things. It doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be big, but just those little tiny things um, like that. Um, make me kind of highly motivated to do it um, and keep being positive. I think that, you know, in education, one of the biggest roles that is underserved is really the role of a teacher to be a cheerleader and to cheer people on, to to say, I believe in you. I know you can do it because I think I need that. And so um, when I, if I need it, I try to provide it to other people. And I know that not everybody's love language is the same. Some of them are words of deed or, or deeds and then set of words, but that's mine. And that I seek that out more often. And I know that, the, it, that it's about me. So I at least can recognize what I need to keep um, being inspired and motivated. And so when I feel myself going down, I can kind of seek that out through my friends or acquaintances and, you know, interactions like this. This episode is brought to you by Ferrisville. Ferrisville was founded by a single mom of twins, created empowering apparel and goods to raise awareness for mental health and self-care topics. 25% of net proceeds from every purchase are donated to mental health advocacy programs. Be sure to check them out at www.ferrisville.net. Use the code NEWINSPIRATION for 15% off storewide. Okay, so I'm going to throw kind of a curveball. Okay. Question. What, so my favorite, like I actually still have mementos like in a box. I pulled them out for this episode. What inspired the fill your bucket momentum slash mission? Cause I still have at least six or seven of them from like my class that were just like little, just cheery messages that just like made my day or one from Corey Walker that I had no idea he thought that those things, yes, he was my friend, but like just like seeing those words like written down was just, it meant so much to me. So what kind of inspired that? You know, it started with um, random acts of kindness. I had way back when, you know, those were, those were kind of big. It was before when it first kind of came out, this is, I mean, that's kind of a big deal right now, but years ago, um, it was random acts of kindness. And I tried to figure out like how we could start that in a high school level and how can we make kindness really something that people display and without recognition. And so, you know, I wanted it to be something from the heart that that you would do something kind for someone without really expecting anything returned. So sometimes people do service acts, but they are, they kind of do it for selfish reasons. And one of the easiest ways to do it, and going back to my words of affirmation, right? That's my love language, is saying, okay, well, how can we make it so students can feel the amount of kindness um, that I know other kids felt for each other? And I would see it occasionally and I would hear about it in class. Like somebody would say, oh, I love her. She's so nice. And I was like, oh, it would be so nice if, uh, that they, that student could hear you say those words. And so that is how it started. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to do um, a fill your bucket type of deal. And so it started off as anonymous. And I said, you don't have to sign your name, but you can if you want to. And um, then we delivered those to, to students like yourself. I'm just saying, hey, I see you. And it's really just about that. It's about being seen um, and being seen for who you are and appreciated for who you are. And I think that that gives kids and adults, like we're no different, a lot of positive energy and that kindness just gets paid forward. And 
that's really where it came from. And then it just kept going. And I was, you know, it's about spreading kindness in, at, at the very core of it. Do you have other particular people, like you mentioned before, in this Brene Brown that uh, inspires you on a I do. You know, there's so many podcasts out there. You almost, you hate even naming them because even your podcast right here, right? Even giving inspiration to people. Um, I, I love Brene Brown and um, I love Craig Grishel. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Craig Grishel podcast. It's a really good one. It's a little bit more faith-based than some, but it's a very good, very good podcast. I read a lot of books, Daniel Pink, self-improvement books to try to help understand the human condition. Um, and those things give me inspiration. Like that, that's where I learn from. I try to absorb some of that. I've always said that if not for the books you read and the people that you meet, you'll be the same person you are today as you are tomorrow. And that experiences and books and listening and learning is one of my key values in life. And so those people, um, those are just kind of a few of them that I, I listen to and try to, try to make me, you know, self-help. I know that that's kind of a weird thing to say, but it is a lot about improving self. I asked for four sessions with like a just like self-help, like improvement coach, just like 30 minutes that I could just talk to somebody. And she was like an executive coach. And so she knew she had been through experiences throughout the corporate world and just different mantras and just had advice, just like how to maneuver in a like professional manner. And I loved it. So yeah, I have a professional coach. I think that if, you know, it's, it, there's a borderline, isn't it, between professional coach and therapist? That's like yes. there's a lot of overlap. <laughs> but I, I do have a, a have a coach. I think everybody needs a coach, whether it's formal or informal. But it's definitely helpful if it's more formal because then they don't have they don't have a dog in the fight, so to speak, and they can help you and be honest with you without this weird repercussions of like just a friend trying to be honest with you. And uh, if you don't have a professional coach or a personal coach or a therapist, it's always good to get one. I highly, highly encourage it. Okay. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So last piece of advice for 25-year-old self or just anyone in general. I think if I had, like, man, if I was like 25 and I looked at like, a, like back on my life and like what would my, my advice be to other people, I think it's just be kind. And I know that that seems like two words that, is, is is really maybe outdated, but it really is the truth. And I always say that, um, you know, there's a signature. I have it on, the, on my email. Every time I email, there's a quote. And it says about, you know, you never know the battles that anyone's going through. And so at the very least, be kind. And I think that, um, I think that says a lot. Like, you know, if you don't, you know, you, you don't know the unseen battles people are facing and just be kind. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you again for listening to my little podcast. It seriously means the world to me that you even press play in the first place. Be sure to follow my inspiring guests on all their social media platforms, as well as the quest for new inspiration on Instagram, of course, and we officially have a Twitter. So go make sure to follow New Inspiration Pod on Twitter, as well as leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. It really does make a world of difference. Thank you so much and be sure to tune in next time.